Lecture topic Eid al-Adha beyond Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladheena astafa Amma ta'adu fa'udu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما عمل ابن آدم من عمل يوم النحر أحب إلى الله من إهراق الدم أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif that was recited once one Jew came to Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab and he said to him that there is an ayat in your Qur'an Sharif if this ayat was revealed upon us, the Jews then we would have made that a day of celebration so Umar ibn Khattab asked him that which ayat are you referring to so he quoted this ayat so he was aware of this ayat Ayat Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala says, Al-Yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum That on this day, I have perfected for you your deen. Wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati And I have fulfilled and completed my favor upon you. Wa rabitu lakumul islam adina And I am pleased with Islam being your way of life. So Allah Ta'ala declared the perfection of deen and declared that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with Islam being the way of life for his servants. So had this ayat been revealed upon us, we would have made it a day of celebration. Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab replied to him, he said, I am fully aware of where this ayat was revealed, when it was revealed. It was revealed upon Nabi Kareem wasallam while he was in Arafah, it was a day of Jumu'ah, and these are both very great days for us already. You are talking about making it a celebration. These are indeed already very, very auspicious days and very great days for us. So this was the ayat that was revealed while Nabi Akareem was in Arafah. And this was the message that Nabi Islam echoed in the very famous khutbah that was delivered on the occasion of Arafah. And likewise the various khutbahs that were then delivered in the days that followed thereafter, the 10th of Zul Hijjah and the rest of the days in Mina, Nabi Kareem Wasallam, he addressed the Sahaba Kiram on several occasions and gave them several lessons, which were not lessons for them alone, but lessons for the entire Ummah till Qiyamah. We are also on this occasion of the 10th of Zul Hijjah, we are on the day of Nahar. There were some advices given on that very day by Nabi Kareem Wasallam. And as well as the khutbah of Arafah, to just briefly touch on some of these lessons, some of these aspects that Nabi left for us to take to heart in this very, very significant and very great khutbah. Every word of his was extremely significant, but this was an, a summary of his teachings of entire life of Nubuwat. In this time, Nabi made the indications very, very clearly, in fact, where he said, فَإِنِّي لَا أَدْرِي لَعَلِّي لَا أَلْقَاكُمْ بَعْدَ عَامِ هَذَا I don't even know whether I will see you after this occasion, this year, next Hajj or next Zul Hijjah, we may never meet. So this was already the indication that this is the last great meeting. 
And after this shortly I will be leaving this dunya. So therefore Ibn Abbas says that these were not just some advices. This was the wasiyat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu The wasiyat, the very very emphasized advice, the parting words of somebody where the person is now leaving some advice for after his left dunya. So this was the wasiyat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa So among these very important advices, just to one reminder, no photography, video increase. Nobody should take any pictures of any sort or any videos, please. So in any case, the various khutbahs that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi delivered. So on one occasion, on one of these khutbahs, he addressed the sahaba kiram and said to them, that, Ya ayyuhal nas, ittaqoo rabbakum, wassallu khamsakum, وَصُومُوا شَهْرَكُمْ وَأَدُّوا زَكَاةَ أَمْوَالِكُمْ وَأَطِيعُوا ذَا أَمْرِكُمْ تَدْخُلُوا جَنَّةَ رَبِّكُمْ أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم The prescription to get to Jannah As mentioned this was a summary of all the teachings over the various 23 years of advices that Nabi Salaam gave And now this is the summary of it Nabi Salaam said you want to get to Jannah Then the path to Jannah is Number one اتقوا ربكم that adopt taqwa for Allah ta'ala there can be no other way to bring down all the good of dunya and akhirat we want the good of dunya also that too will only come by taqwa which is the obedience of Allah ta'ala the both dimensions of taqwa one is the fulfilling of whatever Allah ta'ala has commanded and refraining from whatever Allah ta'ala has forbidden when both these things are in place that is taqwa person mashallah is performing his salah but he's also gambling the person is fasting in the month of Ramadan mashallah that's excellent but at the same time he's also committing zina the person is still making ghibat then taqwa is far away from us too we have to be fulfilling whatever Allah has commanded and at the same time refraining from all the sins that is taqwa so the first lesson Nabi Islam gave ittaqu rabbakum and then the dictates of taqwa the most important obligation of deen was sallu khamsakum perform your five daily salah now these are the lessons Nabi Salaam left the ummah with on the occasion of Hajjatul Wada the farewell pilgrimage and these are the lessons we take to heart that what is the position in terms of my daily salah my five daily salah are they being performed on time or is it being neglected and for men it is wajib to perform salah with jama'ah in the masjid so in any case sallu khamsakum and then Nabi Salaam highlighted the rest of the pillars of Islam fasting, zakat, etc this is the pathway to Jannah then in another khutbah Nabi Kareem Salaam addressed the sahaba again and he said to them ya ayyuhal nas ayyu yawmin hadha he asked them a question what day is this? So they all were aware what day it is. So they said, Shahrun Yawmun Haram. This is a very sacred day. It was a day of Jumu'ah. It was a day of Arafah. Perhaps this was on the day of Nahar, the 10th of Zulhijjah. It was a day of Nahar. So they asked, so they replied and said, Yawmun Haram, this is a very sacred day. Nabi Islam then asked, Ayyu Baladin Hada. Now this was all a means of emphasizing something. When a person wishes to really emphasize something, he doesn't just say it and get past it. Nabi Wasallam, there was nobody more eloquent than him. And nobody who could give a message in a more effective manner than him. 
So Nabi Islam first asked these questions. What day is this? He knew the day and they knew the day. But they replied it's a sacred day. Which place is this? The very sacred place. This is Mina. And which month is this? Ayyu shahrin hadha. So they replied and said shahrun haram. This is a very sacred month. The month of Zul Hijjah. One of the four sacred months which Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Quran Sharif. إِنَّ عِدَّةَ الشُّهُورِ عِنَّ اللَّهِ اثْنَاءَ عَشَرَ شَهْرًا فِي كِتَابِ اللَّهِ يَوْمَ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ مِنْهَا أَرْبَعَةٌ حُرُمٌ Four months which are very sacred. This is one of those sacred months. So now three things have been mentioned. The sacred day, the sacred place, and the sacred month. Having now brought this to everybody's heart and mind, Nabi Islam then went on to say, فَإِنَّ دِمَاءَكُمْ وَأَمْوَالَكُمْ وَأَعْرَادَكُمْ حَرَامٌ عَلَيْكُمْ كَحُرْمَةِ يَوْمِكُمْ هَذَا فِي بَلَدِكُمْ هَذَا فِي شَهْرِكُمْ هَذَا That remember very well that each person's life, wealth and honor is sacred upon every other person. Like the sanctity of these three things combined. The sanctity of the day, of the place, of the month, this is sanctity upon sanctity. For our understanding, like the month of Ramadan, and if it happens to be the night of Jumu'ah, and that too is the 27th night of Ramadan, and a person passes away on that night. And that too, if he was in Makkah Mukarramah, and he was in front of the Kaaba Sharif. You see, this person is one in a billion, that he combines so many things which are of such a high level of sanctity. So this is the message Nabi Islam is giving, that the sanctity of these three things put together and combined, every person's life, wealth and honor is just as sacred upon everybody else. That nobody should harm anybody. Nobody should give any taklif and any difficulty to a fellow Muslim. Nobody should make any ghibat and backbite somebody else. Nobody should harm the property of anyone, deceive him and take away his wealth wrongfully whether it is in the matter of inheritance, whether it is in the matter of business, whatever it might be, a Muslim doesn't deceive. And it was among the khutbahs of Hajjatul Wada, that one of these khutbahs, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the Sahaba again and said to them, that Allah ukhbirukum bil mu'min, should I tell you who is a believer? Yes, everybody claims to be a believer. But should I tell you who is a believer? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi then explained, المؤمن من أمنه الناس على أموالهم وأنفسهم. A mu'min, a mu'min is that person who everybody is safe in terms of their lives and wealth, that he will not harm them in any way. He is a mu'min. Obviously, he has iman in him. He has the various requirements of iman. But if he is missing with this aspect of his life, is not in order. That people are not safe in terms of their lives, their wealth. He is out to deceive somebody. He is working ways of how to take something away from people wrongfully. And he's feeling very proud about himself on top of that. And various other things that go along. Nabi Sallallahu said, then his claim of Iman is still deficient. This is hollow. The reality of Iman is not fully in him. And then Nabi Sallallahu explained three other aspects. Well, Muslimu man salim al-Muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadi. And who is a Muslim? That who deserves this title of a Muslim? A Muslim is the person who others are safe from any harm of his tongue or hand, meaning his word or deed. He doesn't trouble anybody. 
the same message again amplified. It doesn't cause any difficulty. It might be anyone. That undue difficulty causes to nobody. And then further Nabi Islam went on to say, Well Mujahidu Man Jahada Nafsahu Fitaatillah. Who's the Mujahid? That the true Mujahid is the one who he makes jihad against his nafs. He struggles against those evil desires in order to fulfill what Allah Ta'ala commands are. To stay in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, He suppresses all those evil desires and temptations. He doesn't just fall headlong in whatever nafs has now inclined him towards, tempted him towards, whatever shaitan is now dangling in front of him, whether it is the sins of the eyes, whether it is the sins of the ears, whether it is something in privacy, whether it is in public, whether he is in his own hometown, or whether he is in a far off land somewhere in China, wherever he might be, but he lives in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, and all the various temptations that come in front of him, whether it is a temptation of haram wealth, whether it is a temptation of zina, whether it is gambling, whether it is some vulgarity, whether it is obscene talk, whatever sin and vice it might be, where he is feeling some kind of inclination towards, but for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, he suppresses that, this is a true mujahid. وَالْمُجَاهِدُ مَنْ جَاهَدَ نَفْسَهُ فِي طَاعَةِ اللَّهِ And وَالْمُحَاجِرُ مَنْ هَجَرَ مَا نَهَ اللَّهُ عَنِ And the muhajir, the true muhajir is the one who forsakes what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. So these are all titles that mashallah, we all feel very happy about. And indeed Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with iman. Alhamdulillahi ala ni'matil iman. Alhamdulillahi ala ni'matil islam. These Allah Ta'ala's favor and bounty upon us that we can never pay our whole life. But are we living up to this title? Are we truly mu'mineen in the reality? At the time of salah do we display our iman? At the time when we are tempted with haram, at that time do we display our iman? When we are dealing with people in general, at that time do we display the qualities of a Muslim? Or at that time we become part of the crowd? This is the message and the lesson of Eid al-Adha and the khutbat of Hajjat al-Wada. Then further Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addressed the Sahaba on another occasion and he said to them, فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ فِي النِّسَاءِ Fear Allah Ta'ala regarding your woman. That generally, many times, in many situations, whether it is some excesses that people now commit against their wives, whether it is a time of inheritance to be distributed, so the share of the females are just uh, usurped, or whether it is some other matter, where because they sometimes are not able to take their right correctly. So now people take advantage of the situation. Nabi Islam says, Fattakullah fin nisa. That fear Allah Ta'ala regarding your woman. In other words, fear Allah Ta'ala, the day of Qiyamah is coming. You are going to have to answer for everything, including how you treated your wife, including how you dealt with all the other matters. فَإِنَّكُمْ أَخَذْتُمُهُنَّ بِأَمَانِ اللَّهِ You have taken them as an amanat from Allah Ta'ala. So look after this amanat, because you will be questioned about this amanat on the day of Qiyamah. Then another very very important message, the time is already running out, just to round off on this. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi the Sahaba again and he said to them, Ya ayyuhal nas, Allah inna rabbakum wahid. That remember, your Rabb is one, Allah is one. There is none worthy of worship besides Allah Ta'ala. Allah is one, He has no partner, He is one and unique. Allah inna rabbakum wahid. And your father, your forefather is also one. All insaniyat and the whole of humanity 
has come from Sayyidina Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. Everybody's father is one. So now when everybody's father is one, la fadla li arabiyin ala ajamiyin, wa la li ajamiyin ala arabiyin, wa la li ahmara ala aswad, wa la li aswad ala ahmar, illa with taqwa. There is no virtue for an Arab over a non-Arab. Or for a non-Arab over an Arab. Or for a white over a black. Or for a black over a white person. Illa bit taqwa. The only thing that will give a person virtue over the next is how much of taqwa he has in his life. To what extent he fears Allah Ta'ala. How much he lives in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. Then whoever he might be and wherever he might be, whichever part of the world he might live in, and whatever might be his color or, or language. But if he lives with taqwa, he lives in the obedience of Allah Taala. He has iman, he has taqwa in his life. And the more taqwa he has, this makes him more beloved to Allah Taala, And this gives him virtue over the next person who has lesser taqwa. So therefore this too is something that is part of jahiliyyah. That a person makes distinctions and regards himself as better than somebody else based on any of these baseless aspects in terms of what dunya goes about that because I come from certain place or this is my color or this is my language or this is who I am in terms of society none of these things count on the day of Qiyamah and none of these things count in the sight of Allah Taala. in the sight of Allah Taala is Iman and Taqwa that person who lived according to the commands of Allah Taala in the Mubarak way of Rasulullah and linking up to this Nabi Islam also said in one khutbah, Allah, kullu shay'in min amril jahiliyyati tahta qadamayya mawdu'un. That all the aspects of jahiliyyah, all the aspects that were from the times of ignorance, the jahiliyyah that preceded Islam, and that was a time of complete ignorance. People had no idea how to live as insan. Every kind of immorality and shamelessness was the norm. Interest was the way of life. Taking interest and giving interest was a way of life. And likewise, so many other sins and vices. The Beast Thousand said, all these vices and all these aspects of jahiliyat, I have buried it under my feet. In other words, please don't go and take it out again. All this is now abolished. And this is batil. And the Beast Thousand said, look, even the interest that is owed from the times of jahiliyat, the first interest that I'm cancelling is that that is owed to my own family. So Abbas radiallahu ta'ala nobody will pay him one cent interest. Though it was owed from the times of Jahiliyyah. And nobody will ever go close to this again. And likewise so many things. So now this is the lesson. Are we still stuck in aspects of Jahiliyyah? Changing the names, calling it Prophet and charging interest under different guises. This is Jahiliyyah. Nabi Karim Salaam buried this on the day of on, on the occasion of Hajjatul Wada and likewise all the other aspects of Jahiliyyah and all the shamelessness and the evil life we have to come back onto Haya come back onto that noble and pure life that Nabi Karim Salaam left for us and take to heart all these beautiful messages and lessons of the Khutbat of Hajjatul Wada and live these lessons among the things Nabi Salaam mentioned in that Khutbah way the lesson was given about the sanctity of each person's life, wealth and honor. Nabi Islam said, Listen, I've given this message to everybody. All those who are here must convey this message to those who are not. And the Sahaba Kiram took that message along. And they passed it along. And those who received it passed it along. And today we've received it. 
we have to pass it along as well. Pass along that message of khutbah to our families, to one and all. That message of taqwa, the message of our five daily salah, the message of living as a mu'min, as a Muslim, as a true mujahid, as a true muhajir, the lessons that were given in the various khutbahs, the lesson of fulfilling the command of Allah wa ta'ala and living in the, la- the time of life that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. Allah wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala make this day a truly Mubarak day for each one, accept each one's qurbani. Allah Ta'ala make us those who truly submit to Him in every matter of life. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.